0: of ramsey solutions broadcasting from the pods of moving and storage studios it's the ramsey show where debt is dumb cash is king and the paid off home mortgage has taken the place of the bmw as the status symbol of choice we help people build wealth do work that they love and create actual amazing relationships Christina alice ramsey personality number one best-selling author is my co-host today. Our phone number, if you want to talk, is 888-825-5225. Nicole is with us in Orlando. Hi, Nicole. How are you?
1: Hi. I'm good. And yourself?
0: Better than I deserve. Merry Christmas to you. How can we help?
1: Merry Christmas. Um, So my question today is two-part question. Um, The first part is, should I sell my payoff car to remove my debt quicker and the second part, also, should I get a fourth job as well?
2: How much debt do you owe?
1: So in total, I owed one forty three. Um, now I'm down to ninety k. I it's all my student loans, bachelor and master. Had no idea about student loans, mm. and um, right now I'm making eighty three k. Um, my income did up a uh, great significant amount this year. So uh, to give you a little background, um, my car is uh, going for 24k per the dealership offer. And um, my three jobs is one is being a medical social worker in the hospital field as a full-time physician. The second one is a PRN, which is as needed. And the third one is being a social uh, marketing um, for my family business.
0: Okay. No, I would not sell your car. Okay. Okay. Your car's fine. You're making really good money. You're not afraid of hard work, and you're game on. How long have you been working on this get-out-of-debt plan?
1: So, Dave, um, to tell you the truth, I've been working on my debt journey um, since – 2000. Well, right when COVID came in, better I say so. Almost um, in the middleish. So a year, I have removed it. A lot of my debt, my credit, medical, everything could think of, all gone, including IRS. Yeah. And then I had to stop um, because I needed a mental break. As a social worker, it takes a lot of impact of your mental health. So I took a break and was able to go on a mini vacation. Um, to take a deep breath, and now I'm getting back into it after six
2: months. So how many and Dave? Hmm? How many hours a week are you working?
1: So technically, I work forty hours a week, but when I pick up my PRN, it will be um, about sixty hours. No, yes, sixty hours in one week, and then
2: when I'm working on my family business, I'm working to eighty to hundred hours a week. So, is the eighty-three based on the eighty-three thousand you're making? Is that based on your primary job or all three jobs together?
1: All three jobs. My primary job is sixty-one thousand. My PRN is uh, three thousand in annual, and then my uh, family business is eighteen.
0: Okay. Why would you work on the PRN for only three K?
1: Um, to keep in the relationship of the organization because that organization is very well known throughout. The I don't need a relationship
0: and- with a well-known organization. I need money. True. Yeah.
1: True.
0: Um, so what I'm, what I would do and if I'm not going to sell the car and I'm not, is I'm going to mm-hmm. do the most uh, high paying thing because I want to get this over with. Then I'll worry if, about long-term plays, which the PRN is a long-term play. A right. cash a cash grab is a short-term play, and right now you're looking for short-term plays.
1: Right. Dave, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Um, I see you like a father figure because I don't have a father in my, in my life. Um, if, if I go ahead and let go the PRN, um, would it be an option of keeping it and signing up for more days and hours with them because while I'm off at my primary job, I can pick up the weekend, and I'll be working every single day. But I can do my my family business at night, and then the hospital days throughout the week. Yeah. What are your
0: thoughts? The the thing is here, what I'm looking for mm-hmm. is what gets you out of debt the fastest, because that is your best career move. Okay. Now, if you can, if you, you know, I don't think you're going to lose the PRN by setting it on the shelf for 18 months, are you?
1: Um, It's either I have to give two days out of the month to be permanent in that position in that second job.
0: Okay, but I'm saying you can go to back to that job.
1: Oh, yes. If you I just can. said,
0: you know, you can still go be PRN, mm-hmm. but you just have to restart is all.
1: Yes, I can do that yeah. as well. So
0: all I'm asking is, where do you make the most money?
1: My full-time position, but I'm not able to do overtime.
0: Okay. For your side jobs, where because you're th- you're, all we're doing here is, I mean, if you can make 15000 more at one of these things than another on the side gig, let's go mm-hmm. do that and get this debt gone that much faster mm-hmm. and before you run out of steam again.
2: Right. I'm also wondering how attached are you to the full-time job? Because with a master's degree and the experience you have, there's a chance you could get a higher paying job as your primary, potentially getting you up to that 83.
1: Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you asking that question. Um, I'm actually put a pause on my LCSW so I can remove my, which is licensed clinical social worker. Um, I put that on a pause because my debt was overbearing me. Um, so if I go ahead, back on track, studying, and pass my license, I can up my annual income and get a different side job by maybe, maybe more than $20,000. How long would that take? 20000 <laughs> uh, To get the date of exam, it will take about approximately two to three months. And then after that, I can know on the spot if I passed or not. Okay. but it's depending. How, um,
0: so if if, if if we don't do that and we say, all right, we're going to take the most efficient, highest paying cash grab. Um, are you out of debt in a year and a half?
1: I want to do less than a year, to be honest with you. Ninety thousand bucks. And, yes, sir. You don't, you don't pay off less than
0: a year on making eighty three. You don't pay off ninety.
1: Well, I'm getting another job or removing the PRN and go to a different yeah. job and making
0: okay. more income. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, if you're gonna have to get your income to 130 to pull it off in a year, uh, or or 120 anyway, pull it off in a year. If you can do that, that's fine. But I'm with you. Then then let's go get, the, let's make the move up, and that kind of stuff. Because we're not talking about a three year journey here. We're talking about a 12, 14, 16 month journey, and. You know, I'm going to give up a few long-term plays right now to get this out of the way and be done with it forever and ever. I'm in because the beautiful thing is once you kick Sally Mae out, she ain't coming back. And that's, that's that's what I want her in your rearview mirror. She's an ugly woman. This is The Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans, and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 36 Billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use, and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800 356 4282. Christine Alice Ramsey, Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're so glad you're here. Open phones at 888-825-5225. If you've gone through Financial Peace University, chances are it's because someone in your life lit a fire under you. Your mom or dad gave it to you as a gift. Your pastor offered it to you at the church. Maybe a mentor at work or a friend that just wouldn't shut up about FPU. That's the best kind of friend, by the way. Uh, so you finally took the class, you started working the baby steps. Now you got out of debt. You're on your way to being a baby step millionaire. Now you can return the favor and light a fire under someone else. This Christmas, you can give someone you care about financial peace university and share the same hope that you've discovered with money. When you give FPU as a gift, they won't just get the course. They also get the premium version of every dollar and group coaching with our team of financial coaches. So this Christmas, give the people you care about a gift that actually matters. It's called hope. It's called freedom. To give Financial Peace Universities a gift, go to RamseySolutions.com slash give FPU. That's RamseySolutions.com slash G-I-V-E-F-P-U. That's how it works. Christina Ellis, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Amy is with us. Amy is in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hi, Amy. How are you?
3: Hi, I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up in your world?
3: All right. Well, um, my question is, do I pay off my mortgage? So um, here's my background. I'm 37. I'm married with three kids. I am currently homeschooling my kids, so I am not working. Um, My husband works full time um and we are kind of at the point where we're struggling to make ends meet um i'm having a hard time convincing him of a budget so that's kind of that's where we're butting heads um so my mortgage or i should say our mortgage is at 263,000 um i have i inherited um a bit of money from my father about 14 years ago when he passed it has helped us through lots, lots of um, uh, problems. We've paid off a few mortgages here and there, and I've just been kind of tossing the idea around: should I take out some, or some money and get rid of this mortgage? What's a bit
0: of us. money? How much money is there?
3: <laughs> well, it currently sits uh, with this lovely market. It currently sits about eight hundred thousand. So, um, what does your
0: husband make a year?
3: He currently is making 65000 plus commission, and commission is, you know, kind of not hit or miss. He's still building up um, clientele, um, so I'm going to give it about an extra 20000 a year. So when you paid
0: off the other mortgages, you didn't change your habits and continued to drain this inheritance a little bit at a time because you've refused to be disciplined.
3: Uh, most likely, yes, yes. Is that and what you told we, me or not? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is, that is correct. And we had, um, so we built our current home, had it paid for. Why is this one different? We sh- well, cause we decided to start a business. And so we, no, I mean, when you pay not- off this
0: mortgage and you still have no discipline, oh. why is this time going to be different than the other times?
3: I know, I know. It's it's come down to do I go back to work and send, no, it didn't. send the kids to school? No, and nope.
0: Nope. Nope, it didn't. No, it didn't. It's come down to it's time for you all to decide to be grown ups and manage this money instead of leaning on this inheritance to uh, allow you to continue to be undisciplined. Yes, that's, that's what it's come down to. So it's the husband on the budget thing, it's you on a budget thing, it's the two of you learning to live on what you make.
2: Right, right.
0: If you do that for six months, I'd write a check and pay off the house.
2: These mortgages that you've paid off, were they on your primary residence or do you have rental property? No, we don't have any rental property.
3: So, and, you know, we kind of started out with a smaller house, you know, had that paid off and then took that you know obviously the what we made from that put it on the next house and this is um, not sustainable right yes yes
0: it's not sustainable and you yeah uh you know doing something else and trying to figure out a way to make it sustainable because what you've got to do is you got to get a set of habits you and your husband communicating you guys living on a written game plan and you're setting goals and we're being grown-ups instead of just kind of like I'll just go over there and get some money out of that inheritance. Every time I have a problem, instead instead of addressing the issues in my mirror, I'm just going to go over and hit the inheritance. Am I picking on you too hard? Does that mean?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I just wish somebody else was here to hear that as well. Well, Um, you can play it back. It'll uh, be on the
0: podcast.
3: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) good. Yes, and, you know, other than that, we're debt-free, and the only – Additional aside from normal, you know, monthly expenses is child support. So, um, you know, I feel like if we, yeah, we just need to get our act together and get on yeah. the same page with with a budget. And
0: yeah, you're covering, um, you're 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 treating the symptom instead of the problem. Right, right. And that that's what I'm picking on you about because it's not going it's not good for you. I, it doesn't affect yeah. us, obviously. We're going to hang up and go on with our lives, but. Uh, but but for you guys, I want you guys to have this sense of power as a couple mm-hmm. that having a written game plan and, a, and aiming at something together for the future holds. Because if you can function, and I think you could function beautifully on his income without a mortgage, yeah. but yeah. I don't want you to function on his to not even, because your, your track record is you're going to pay off this mortgage and then you're going to continue to be sloppy and go back into debt again. That's your track record.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you never treated the core issue.
2: Well, right, Amy, right. you said your husband's not on board, but are you on board? Like, are you ready? I am. I'm. I have been so ready.
3: I probably. I think I have three of your books sitting on my <laughs> <laughs> on my desk that I've been reading, and I'm ready to kind of, you know, punch out numbers and go and
0: well let's I, uh, know, let's get really- him into financial peace university, and the two of you start doing that together, and the way that sounds is this, and we're going to okay. give it to you free, okay because we want to help okay. you with this and so my if if you're asking for like the doctor to give you a prescription to take to the pharmacy, okay, here's what it is mm-hmm. okay the two of you are in agreement like never before, and you're managing your household in a way that makes you proud. Mm -hmm. the two of you together for six months and then you'll look at each other and write a check and pay off the mortgage and you'll be just fine because you will have fixed the underlying thing and we're not going to leave everything in danger because uh, sure. uh so it, that that's what i would have you to do and we'll help you do that we'll put you guys into financial peace university and so the way that sounds then is when, when he gets home is not he's the bad guy he's not the bad guy here you're the bad guy both right. of you are the bad guys you're you, but yeah. it's not it's not there's not a bad guy that's not the point but you're you're the 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 you both allowed this situation and it was it's right. a, it's not like grotesque laziness it's a minor laziness like you're 10% lazy you're not you're not 90% lazy you kind of know what to do and you're doing okay but you've accepted okay and usually the enemy of awesome is not bad it's okay Mm -hmm. okay is the enemy of awesome because you can kind of get by on okay you know yeah yeah, yeah. And and so that I want you to get out of okay into awesome. That's all I'm begging you to do. So the way you should sit down with him and just say, listen, I, I want you to do this for me. The two of us go through these nine lessons together in the next three weeks before the first of the year. Okay. And then at the first of the year, we need to sit down as a couple and have a vision for our future. And let's lay that out because the stress of this and this gnawing thing that we're – slowly eating away at this inheritance instead of dealing with our core issues. It's, it's driving me yeah. crazy, and I need you to do this for me. Do it as, as, This is my Christmas gift. I want you to go through these nine lessons with me.
2: That's a cool Christmas gift.
0: Yeah. And, and just, you know, he, he loves you and say, this is an act of love to your wife. I know you don't want to do it. I know you don't want to deal with it, but I want us to sit and go through these nine lessons together. And, and let me just tell you, if both of you sit and watch all nine of these lessons in the next three weeks, he'll be on board. I'll get him. I know how to do it. You get him in financial peace, I'll get, it. I'll get him on board. So hang on. Austin will pick up, and we'll get you guys signed up as our gift. Merry Christmas. Alice Ramsey personality number one best-selling author is my co-host today open phones at 888-825-5225 our question of the day comes from blinds.com they are the number one online retailer of custom window coverings you get free samples free shipping and with the new promos they run every month you'll save even more always use the promo code it's magical the name is Ramsey to get the best deal
2: Today's question comes from Ariana in Maryland. My husband and I are on baby steps four through six. Our children are 11, nine, four, and three. We've been putting around $1,000 a month into their 529s, but much more into the 11 and nine-year-olds since they will be going to college sooner. However, I was wondering if it would be smarter to put more money into the younger two children's 529s since there's a lot more time for that money to grow. We've told our kids we will cover the cost of in-state tuition in full, and don't want them taking out any loans. Woohoo! I like that. Our annual income is three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. We have three hundred and fifteen k left on our mortgage, and we hope to pay it off in the next five years. We currently pay twenty five hundred dollars a month in childcare for the two younger kids, so I'm thinking we could cash flow college for the oldest two, even if we have a little left on the mortgage. That's a great question. There's a lot to unpack there.
0: They're doing a good job.
2: Yeah. And they've got great income. So that's awesome. And I love that they've already put that line in the sand that loans aren't an option. I think the biggest thing right now is just getting super tactical and getting a really clear vision of, you know, what exactly are those numbers that need to happen in order to make, you know, cash flowing college realistic. So, You know, Right now, it sounds like the numbers are kind of squishy. You guys are doing a great job putting $1,000 a month away, but I want you to get onto a college savings calculator, which we have one at RamseySolutions.com. You can search college savings calculator, and you can actually type in the college you're thinking about and how much longer you have until your kid's going to college and then see how much you need to be saving per month in order to hit that goal. So, you know, figure that out. Also, if you want to get super tactical, sit down with a smart investor pro who can kind of see your whole financial picture and they can do the same thing. They can walk you through how much you need to be saving each month for each kid in order to reach that goal. And then once you have those numbers down, it's really about prioritizing what's most important to you. So, you know, paying off the house, that's also awesome, you know, and if you find that, to save for the four children, it's a little bit more than you want to do in terms of the balance between the house and savings. I mean, that's that's going to be more a decision of what's right for your family because you could with a 350k a year income, you've got a really good shot at cash flowing that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, mathematically, if you said I want enough in the 529 when each one of them get there to pay cash for in-state tuition and dorm and books, okay? Then you get that number and be very clear, as Christina said, and you say, okay, then based on that for the 11 year old, I have to save X for the three-year-old. I have to save Z and you can, you can come up with the exact number you need to be saving. And if, when you add all four of those numbers together to fully fund it, you say, oh, I don't want to do that. That's too much. Um, I'd rather put more towards the mortgage and come up short on one. But when you, if you were to do that fully funded idea, you're going to see that the 11-year-old's a lot more than the 3-year-old, because as you said, I mean, as she, you know, Ariana says in the email, she's correct, that, you know, you, it's closer to college, so you don't have much time. So uh, it doesn't take, it's going to take a minuscule amount for the 3-year-old versus what it takes for the 11-year-old. You got seven years and six years and, uh, you know, versus uh, uh, 15 years. So it's a whole different really substantial difference on the math. So but so you would be putting in more for the older ones if you choose to fully fund all four simultaneously. So that's what the math tells you. So I'm going to kind of lean that direction even if we choose not to fully fund and put more towards the mortgage. Now, if you choose not to fully fund, you say, okay, I'm going to need $130,000 for the 11-year-old. I'm just making up a number, Okay um and i'm only going to be at 90 okay so i'm 40 short the way i'm going to cover the 40 is i'm not going to have daycare anymore and i'm going to be making 350 we're going to cash flow 40 we're going to have the uh the 90 okay and so if you're going to come up short then you're saying out loud i'm going to cash flow that much more when they do get there and so uh what i would do is either fully fund all of them with unequal amounts heavier on the 11 lighter on the three euro or underfund all of them with unequal amounts and then plan to cash flow there you know as you go there or option three you could say uh we're going to cash flow the uh last two almost completely the two older ones, because they're kind of separated out here, you got a 4 and a 3 and a 9-11. So you kind of got two buckets worth, right? Because uh, we're going to have the house paid off by the time the 3 and the 4-year-old get there. And we're going to 100% cash flow those, so we're putting hardly anything in theirs. That's another way you could run the math. Any of those will work. And uh, it's just a matter of how you want to play it out. But it's a really great thing that you're paying attention. In both of our answers, what you heard was get more detailed in your analysis and in your decision. So you're intentionally saying, I'm gonna save in such a way that I'm gonna be forty thousand short.
2: And you have those numbers down.
0: Yeah. And 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 here's how I'm gonna cover that forty. Or I'm gonna save in such a way that I'm not gonna be short for this kid and this kid, but the other two, we're gonna cash flow and we pay off the house. Or but but this idea I'm putting in a thousand and I think it's all gonna be okay. No, 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 no. You need to drill deeper. Yes. That's what you said and I agree with you.
2: Yeah, and I think, I mean, I've talked to so many parents who are just overwhelmed when they get to college costs that they kind of just stick their head in the sand and they don't want to think about it. But it's like you can actually tactically work through these numbers. They don't have to be so scary. They don't have to stay squishy. You know, you can actually map these out, have a plan, even if it's intimidating. And even if you're going to be disappointed with how much you can contribute, I'd rather you you know, even if you're setting aside $25 a month in a 529, and that's not enough to cover the full cost of college, you're doing something.
0: For the first time since I've been on the air, it is an unknown what you're going to spend on that three-year-old. You could have projected it, but now we've had this tremendous upheaval of higher ed brought on by their ridiculous expense because they just keep driving the tuition through the roof, the epic student loan crisis. And then they tried to charge everybody full price when they went home from COVID and try to do it online at the same price. And everybody went, no, 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 no. I am not paying full price with no college experience. Uh, you, just because I go on the computer and take a test. No, 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 no. So higher ed has got a real black eye right now. And a lot of people are choosing to say no college at all, which I don't believe in, or they're choosing to say no learning at all, no certifications at all. No, you gotta have post high school education of something to be a welder, a diesel mechanic, a code, uh, coding expert with Ruby on Rails, or. Uh, Or go get four-year degrees, okay, in different things. But you need to go get post-high school education in something. But what you do it or how you do it is going to change. So a lot of stuff that 10 years ago we would have said a four-year degree, now we're saying probably not. You're probably going to do some certs and some certifications, and you're probably going to rock on and have a life of continual learning but not necessarily take the form of uh, IV on the side of the wall.
2: Right. Well, the cool thing though too with a five twenty nine is it can cover that. It can pay for a lot of different certifications, Anything. trade school, whatever yeah, but, but education what saying, looks like.
0: What I'm saying is is that you can't predict I'm gonna go to this school and pay this. Mm. Because A, that school might not cost what we think it's gonna cost. Because there's gonna these things are gonna get turned on their heads. People are pissed off at higher ed. And so and they're they're abandoning. So they're ability to just charge whatever the crap they want to charge is gone
2: but that doesn't mean don't plan no i don't want people to say what but what
0: i'm saying is is you can't if you project out the way we used to project out and you get 160,000 in your projections it might not be hopefully it's not i bet you it's not i bet i I, I bet you it's gonna be less because i think they're gonna get it i think they're gonna get their nose punched in and some of them are gonna have to like straighten up and fly right
2: or income-based repayment will be a thing, and then people will go crazy with it. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. No, we're not
0: doing that one. That's not the case. Please, God, no. No, 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 no. Hey, it's a great discussion. Be intentional and detailed. That's the sum of the answer. Our scripture of the day Deuteronomy 31 6 be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord your God goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you John Wayne said courage is being scared to death but saddling up anyway open phones this hour Christina Ellis Ramsey personality number one best-selling author is my co-host Jennifer is with us in St. Louis hi Jennifer how are you
3: Hi, Dave. I'm great. How are you guys?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up in your world?
3: What's up is I just found you. Where have you been all my life? (laughs) Um, I I just found you about two months ago from a dear friend. Uh, She wouldn't stop talking about you, so I checked it out, and then I've been listening to you ever since. I'm just not quite to my confidence level for the question I have today, so I wanted to call in.
0: Fair enough. Um,
3: So I'm working on my own baby steps, but this is for my son. I was never taught by my parents anything that you speak of at all. So this is all, I've been learning this the hard way for many years.
0: Most, most weren't.
3: Right, right. Should be taught in high school. Um, But while I'm working on my own, my son is getting ready to turn 18. And after listening to one of your uh, whole life episodes, I I realized that he had, I was paying for a whole life for him and I switched it to term and the cash out that is coming his way is is only $2,500, but that's still money I've been putting away, I guess with this for the past few years. So I'm not going to let him know that he has it. Um, I just want to figure out what's the best step forward. What do I do with that $2,500? I, if I hand it to him, he's just going to, he's just going to blow it. He'll be like, Oh, this is awesome. I'm rich. He's going to go spend some money. He's 17. But he's coming up in, you know, his birthday's in January. How do I advise him, or what do I do with this money? Do I put it in a Roth? Do I put it in a 401K? He, do I invest I, it somehow? I wouldn't somehow? do
0: either one of those. What was the purpose of you saving the money?
3: I really I really wasn't. I just... For, I was, his,
0: for his future, in quotes. Yes. Yeah, no, kind of vague, in other words. It didn't have a particular target.
3: It doesn't, and it, it's okay. hard to find it because. Okay, so he, he has, anything he, he spends
0: it on short-term, it was not your dream for this money. Your dream was no. long-term.
3: He he is set short-term. Well, he's a we 17-year-old.
0: Of course he's short-term.
3: Yeah, we, we have a plan for that and, it's, and where he's going. But for this money, no, it was it was meant for future or at least the whole life that I thought he yeah, needed. Is he,
0: is he going to college?
3: He has a GI Bill, but he's actually going to do an apprenticeship for a trade. Uh, I'm a tradesman. and Cool.
0: What? He doesn't, he, I'm sorry? What's his trade?
3: Uh, I'm a tradesman right now. He is actually going to go for either uh, welding or plumbing. Good. He's testing him out to figure out which one he likes better.
0: That's fun. Okay. Well, he'll probably need the 2500 to complete the whole apprenticeship program and get some of the certifications, won't he?
3: I don't think so because he has the GI bill which will cover
0: It's going to cover everything. I guess it will. You're probably right. Okay. Um okay, so you are you're if we could if we could go back in time for the rest of our listeners, we would have started this discussion many many years ago so that yes. he didn't like feel like he hit the lottery. So I in other words if um it's always best if you can start talking to a 10-year-old about what it's going to be like when he's 18 and that this money is a responsibility, not a lottery winning. Um, this is not a Vegas weekend. This is an opportunity to do wonderful things for your future, and this 2500 if played right, could be worth 250000 to you, whether it's invested in education, whether it's uh, invested period, uh, whatever it is so you start talking about you know the, that money is a responsibility it's not a woohoo but that's you're behind on that so you got an 18 year old 17 year old you got to just start that discussion cold and so i'm not bringing up the 2500 today uh if, but i'm also not going to hide it indefinitely uh, i'm just going to put it over in your checking account and go okay i'm or not in your checking account. put it in a separate savings account you, your market for him and then sometime in the next 3 or 4 years figure out with him as you continue some discussions but it might sound like hey i'm learning some new things son and i wish that uh i didn't learn them this late but you're going to get the benefit of those things i'm learning about money as we go along so there's some money set aside and earmarked for you i'll come back to that later it's not yours today But it's there to help you get some of these things done, just like that GI bills help here to help you get some of these things done. And so as we walk together and we make some great decisions for your future, and you make some great decisions for your future, uh, maybe maybe it helps you buy a house someday. Maybe it helps you finish up your one of your certifications if the GI bill didn't cover it, or maybe it's there. But there's it's not a this is not a chance for you to go to Vegas, or it's not a chance for you to uh, you know head to the Bahamas for the weekend or something. That's not what it's for.
2: Well, and especially, I mean, I've worked with so many 17, 18-year-olds and parents that encounter unexpected expenses with their education. And I mean, $2,500, that could make a big difference, especially if, you know, there's unexpected certifications or books that come up that somehow aren't covered. So it's like having that money accessible is super important.
0: Now, for today, I'm going to go open a savings account in your name and set it in there. Doesn't need to earn any money. We've got to get through this transition right now.
2: Dave, I've got a question. So that money from the whole life insurance, is that technically the son's money or is that her money?
0: It's her money. She's the owner of the policy.
2: Right. So that money's coming back to her. So that's not even technically his, His.
0: but it's her, it's in her name and and she's earmarked it for him. And you can give somebody $2,500 with no gift tax.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So she could do, she can give it to him anytime. In her mind, it's his money. Am I right, Jennifer? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly but right. But you're, you're not legally obligated, is uh, Christina's point, to give it to him. And so if he's if he's going to be stupid on steroids, we're not giving it to him, right? Because we don't want to finance his stupid. We want to finance his future. Well,
2: and then yeah. there's not even really the obligation necessarily to tell him until you do want to give no, it. But so. I want
0: to begin the training. Mm, I want to begin to have this conversation and, and just lightly begin to let them know what's going on what's going on what's going on what's going on and, and so we're, we're we're training him over the next 18 to 24 months to make good decisions or better decisions than he might today
2: well and that's a great training ground because you can train him and have those conversations but there's no point at which he can say hey that's my money give it to me right like there's no point at which you can say legally yeah, well if
0: he gets entitled like that yeah you don't have to give it to him but yeah yeah, that's true. You're not you're not over a the mom's not over a barrel if he goes cray cray on her. Yeah, that's right. true. So yeah, that's true. You, that's a that's a valid point. So you got a lot of power here to play this for his own good.
2: Well, and it gives a lot of freedom to really teach those lessons. And regardless of how how it goes, like you're still in control of managing that money.
0: Yeah, and then just don't be you know. And, and if you if you kind of get to talking about it, and you go, you know what, let's use this for your first house purchase, and you're probably going to do that at 25. And you're 18 now, so we got seven years. Let's go ahead and talk to a mutual fund broker. You and I'll go sit down with a mutual fund broker, and let's put this money in a mutual fund. And we'll both learn about how to do that. And we'll both do this as a, have a meeting with a Smart Vester Pro and sit down. They Smart Investor Pros, by the way, love meeting with 18 year olds and doing $2,500 deals. Uh, they don't love doing $2,500 deals, but they love the idea that they're investing in the future with somebody and helping somebody that's getting started.
2: Well, and that's potentially a client for life. They're starting from the very beginning.
0: Yeah. I mean, they don't even make enough to cover the postage to mail the crap in, you know, on $2,500, but that's not, but they still love doing it.
2: But if you can get an 18-year-old saving and investing, it's like the sky is the limit. That's how you get baby step millionaires who are 30 That's or late 20s. That's just going to be really impressive. So um, hang on the line. Let's get her into Financial Peace University and let's have them go through it together. I think that'd be a really cool you know mother-son experience
0: that'd be fun so hang on austin will pick up and we'll get you guys signed up for that so great show today guys austin ben james zach andrew in the booth the booth dudes caused it to happen as they always do christina great show good job we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus
2: Have you been inspired to make a change with your money? Want to know where to start? Take our three-minute money quiz to get a plan you can follow. Go to RamseySolutions.com and search for Get Started to get a plan for your money.